Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the new revelations about that apartment building that collapsed in Iowa. Did engineers know about the imminent danger? Here are tonight's headlines. The diminishing hope of finding the three people still missing alive as we learn who they are. This needs to be done in a way that it respects that this is a resting place. President Biden is attending the graduation at the Air Force Academy. At the end of the remarks, President Biden felt the president then got back up and returned to his feet. Former President Donald Trump hits the campaign trail. What he had to say about President Joe Biden's fall. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to. And the 2024 race. There's no way I can lose Iowa. Let's see what happens. I don't think so. Millions of homeowners in Florida financially drowning as the cost of flood insurance skyrockets. What to know as hurricane season begins. And why some say the state is leaving vulnerable residents in the dark about their risk of flooding. A missile attack in Kyiv killed at least three people there. This is Russia's 18th air attack on Ukraine's capital city in the last month. With 70% of college graduates owing money, meet the class paying it forward after their student loans were paid off. Now I'm able to, you know, just do what I love. This is a reminder of various pieces of history. And an art museum dedicated to honoring the legacy of veterans. The best thing that the public can do for our veterans is to listen.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. We begin tonight with surprising new details in the collapse of an apartment building in Davenport, Iowa. City officials today revealed that a structural engineer warned that the building's brick facade was in imminent risk of crumbling just days before Sunday's partial collapse. The report stated that the condition of the building's exterior posed a safety hazard, yet residents were not told to evacuate. Tenants had long complained about the building's upkeep. Three residents of the six-story apartment building remain unaccounted for four full days after the collapse. Family members and friends are holding out hope that their loved ones will be found alive. CBS's Roxana Saberi is going to start us off tonight from Davenport. And Roxana, I know you've been sorting through these reports that warned of impending danger. Yeah, good evening, Nora. City authorities are struggling to figure out when and how to demolish this building. Despite the destruction you see behind me and multiple complaints, the building had passed several inspections. The city's chief building official signed off on at least one of those inspections and resigned yesterday. Tonight, the six-story building remains cordoned off from the public, with three individuals presumed inside. This needs to be done in a way that it respects that this is a resting place. Documents released last night by the city include notices of violations, engineering reports, and years of complaints from residents of cracks in the walls and ceilings. Repairs on the century-old building's brick exterior began months ago. Then, just days before the collapse, an engineer hired by the building's owner reported that portions of the brick facade appear ready to fall imminently. A professional engineer in February said that the building was not at imminent collapse. The same engineer reviewed the repair work that needed to be done in May and did not come to the conclusion that that building had to be evacuated. Ryan Schaefer says the building owner approached his masonry company for a bid in February, but ultimately hired another company that was cheaper. Schaefer took these photos just two days before the collapse and even warned the workers there to get out. When did you think that something dangerous might happen? You can just hear noises and you can see debris falling. And there's a guy working and I said, if you value your life, get away from that building. And then an hour later, I heard that the building fell. Outside the devastated building, Brandon Colvin Jr. has been waiting for days for news of his missing father. I've been trying my hardest not to think about it so I don't break down and cry. Like I've been trying to like push it to the back of my head and just think about nothing. The Red Cross has opened a shelter for people who have been forced from their apartments, and the city says it's offering $6,000 in aid to each family that's been displaced. Nora? Doesn't seem like enough for all they've been through. Roxana Saberi, thank you. Well, now to a scary incident for President Biden. White House officials say the president is uninjured after taking a fall at the Air Force Academy commencement in Colorado today. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has reaction from the campaign trail, while CBS's Nancy Cordes joins us from the White House with more details. So, Nancy, good evening. What happened? Good evening, Nora. The president was on stage at the graduation, walking back to his seat after shaking hands with about 900 members of the Air Force Academy class of 2023. That's when he stumbled and went down, landing on his right hip. You can see there an Air Force officer, a couple of members of his Secret Service detail rushing to help him back up to his feet. And then he pointed at something that had caused him to trip. A short time later, his communications director said he's fine. There was a sandbag on stage while he was shaking hands. 
This is not the first time that Mr. Biden has tripped in the public eye. His doctor says the 80-year-old president has a stiffened gait from arthritis exacerbated by a recent foot fracture. Though almost every recent president has taken a tumble in public at some point. One of the downsides, Nora, of being followed by cameras everywhere they go. Nancy Cordes, thank you. And that fall has already become a talking point for Republicans running for the White House. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Iowa, where former President Donald Trump is hitting the campaign trail. Well, I hope he wasn't hurt. I hope he wasn't hurt. Former President Donald Trump expressed concern when told of his successor's fall and referenced his own experience after a commencement at West Point in 2020. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp. But he couldn't resist taking a shot at his once and possibly future that, opponent. That's a, that's a bad place to fall when you're making, uh, I think it was the Air Force Academy, right? Just make it, that's not inspiring. Go. Trump's comments came as he and his top GOP primary rival, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, each campaigned in early voting states, taking swings at each other throughout the day. Ron, as I call him, Ron DeSanctimonious for reasons. The former president hammered DeSantis for touting his ability to serve two terms. We will work incredibly hard day after after day uh, for two terms over eight year period uh, to deliver results. I've been watching DeSantis go out and say, uh, I've got eight years, it's going to be eight years. Let me tell you something, right there you should vote against him. It'll take me six months to have it totally the way it was. DeSantis responded later during his four-stop tour of New Hampshire with wife Casey. Why didn't he do it his first four years? The Florida governor didn't explicitly attack the former president during his formal remarks, instead criticizing President Biden for pushing the Democratic Party to drop New Hampshire as its first primary. Uh, I think what he's been doing with the Democrats is wrong, and I'm glad the Republicans are holding the line um, and are committed to New Hampshire. But on his second full day of campaigning, DeSantis got noticeably irritated during this exchange with a reporter. Governor, how come you're not taking questions from voters? Not coming up to me, talk to me. What are you talking about? I'm not here working with people. Are you, are you blind? Are you blind? I'm not blind. Okay, so people are coming up to me, talking to me, whatever they want to talk to me about. Now, DeSantis hasn't taken questions from voters during his formal remarks, but offstage, he's interacting with them, shaking hands, posing for selfies, holding babies, exactly the kind of retail politics that voters in Iowa and New Hampshire expect of anyone running for president. Nora? Interesting to watch Ed O'Keefe. Thank you so much. Back here in Washington, a vote on a plan to raise the nation's debt ceiling while cutting spending could happen as early as tonight in the Senate. The budget deal negotiated between President Biden and Speaker Kevin McCarthy passed in the House Wednesday night. Senate Republicans are now pushing for more spending on defense. An unprecedented and potentially disastrous government default could come as soon as Monday if Congress fails to act. Turning overseas to the war in Ukraine, the capital city of Kyiv was targeted yet again with a missile attack. Three people were killed, including a mother and child. CBS's Deborah Pata has the tragic details from inside Ukraine. Another pre-dawn round of Russian missiles unleashed on Kyiv, marking a day set aside for the protection of children by shattering the safety of this man's family. His nine-year-old granddaughter was killed along with her mother. Vladimir Putin, meanwhile, celebrated International Children's Day in a virtual meeting, far from the reality of the battlefront, where Ukrainian forces are keeping the Kremlin guessing about their looming counteroffensive. 
These troops are back from the intense fighting on the eastern front line, but there's no time to rest. They are here honing their battlefield skills. We watch the infantry team practicing advancing on enemy positions and simulate clearing trenches as drones buzzed overhead, feeding back real-time intelligence to a nearby reconnaissance team. This is a battle-hardened unit who've been fighting in Bakhmut and took part in a lightning counter-offensive in this region last September. But the battle doesn't let up. Absolutely not, the unit's deputy commander, Maxim, told us. It all still lies ahead. Heartbreaking details about that young girl. She was killed by falling debris trying to get into an air raid shelter. According to the United Nations, she is one of more than 500 children, Nora, killed in the war to date. Hmm. Deborah Pata, thank you for your reporting. Back here at home, floodwaters are causing major problems in Texas. Take a look at this as rising waters are closing roads and highways across the Texas panhandle from Lubbock to Amarillo. Today is also the first day of the Atlantic hurricane season, and it's off to a fast start with a tropical depression forming in the Gulf of Mexico. The system is expected to become Tropical Storm Arlene within the next 24 hours. Florida could experience heavy rains and possible flooding. Last year's hurricane season was one of the most destructive and expensive in Florida history. Tonight, a CBS News investigation in partnership with the Weather Channel found gaps in insurance coverage often hurt low-income residents. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez shows us how one family learned it the hard way. You're walking into the living room. 56-year-old Diana Mercado was one of two million Floridians under evacuation orders. When Hurricane Ian hit last September, pummeling the state with 150 mile per hour winds and rain. So is this your kitchen? Mercado says Fort Myers home was filled with waist deep water. Sarai Santos is her daughter. I get to her house and it's not the same house. All the water kind of came from the back. Mercado had home insurance, but without flood insurance, she could not afford the out of pocket repairs, estimated to be between 50 and $70,000. Residents like Mercado who live in FEMA flood zones are federally required to have flood insurance. But Mercado says she was never informed by real estate or insurance agents that her property was in one of those zones. If they told me you need to have it, I would have gotten it, but I didn't know. Florida is one of 21 states with no requirements to disclose flood risks to homebuyers. And for many lower-income residents, the cost of flood insurance is unaffordable. In Florida, it's nearly $1,000 a year. Dr. Rick Nabb is the tropical weather expert for the Weather Channel. It doesn't seem very fair in general uh, to put the flood insurance burden so heavily on the people who can least afford it. These are things that were taken from the house? Yeah. Eight months after the storm, Mercado says rebuilding is slow. How would you describe what this experience has been like? I cannot say that I'm homeless, but I think it feels like, okay, you homeless, I have her. She's been great to me. Indeed, they do have each other. Nora, we should also mention that FEMA recently changed the way it calculates flood insurance prices. So in high-risk areas, premiums under the National Flood Insurance Program could jump by thousands. Nora? Manny Bajorquez, thank you. 
The Supreme Court is expected to rule any day now on the Biden administration's student loan forgiveness plan. The plan would allow some debt relief for more than 40 million Americans. Graduates at a small California college got a taste of what that's like when they had all their student debt wiped out. In tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Mark Strassman catches up with them one year later. Commencement Day last May in L.A. Graduating seniors full of dreams and debt, like Suhey Elias. How much in student loans did you have as you walked into graduation day? Between 60000 to 65000 And Suhey's classmate at the Otis College of Art and Design, Caleb Medina Villanueva. Minor contemporary clay with honors. How much did you owe? Fifty to $60,000. Their commencement speaker, Snapchat founder and billionaire, Evan Spiegel. You've got everything you need to pursue your dreams. Everything, perhaps, but pennies from heaven. What followed was pretty darn close. Evan and Miranda, through their Spiegel family fund. And I told my friend, what, are they going to pay our student loans? Joking around. Their gift will enable you to repay your student loans. (laughs) My jaw dropped. I was like, what? (laughs) A moment Suhey caught on her cell phone. About 70% of college graduates owe student loans. Half of those borrowers still owe $20,000 two decades after entering school. Spiegel's gift in excess of $10 million meant Suhey could focus on her painting. I might have like had to put my dream aside and just like focus on the loans, but now I'm able to, you know, just do what I love. Kayla had been working at McDonald's. Now she's making ceramics, selling them at art shows. With her student debt paid off, she's paying it forward, looking to teach art in lower-income communities. Because I see so much potential there. Would that have been remotely possible if you had a student loan to pay off? No, the bills would be the ones kind of deciding what I did after. Now it's me deciding. If Evan Spiegel watches this story, what would you like to say to him? Just thank you. Just thank you, thank you, thank you. It's, it's a blessing. Without a penny in student debt, their futures are a blank canvas. For I in America, I'm Mark Strassman in Los Angeles. What an incredible blessing and gift. All right, a new sexual assault lawsuit has been filed against comedian Bill Cosby. We've got the details next. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx.
Disgraced comedian Bill Cosby has been hit with another sexual assault lawsuit. 80-year-old former Playboy model Victoria Valentino says Cosby drugged and raped her more than five decades ago. She's suing under a new California law that temporarily lifts the statute of limitations for civil sex assault cases. Cosby, now 85, served three years in prison on similar charges before his conviction was overturned on a technicality. A representative for Cosby says there are inconsistencies in Valentino's claims. All right, an important warning from the FDA today about off-brand versions of two wildly popular weight loss drugs. What do you need to know next? This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Amid a nationwide shortage of Ozempic and Wagovi, the FDA is now warning that some pharmacies are trying to make their own versions of the popular weight loss drugs. Health officials say that these off-brand versions use substitute mixtures of the drug's main ingredient, which could make the shots less effective and could pose safety concerns. Honoring Our Heroes is next with a museum dedicated to veterans telling their stories through works of art. Finally tonight, the healing power of the arts is on full display at the National Veterans Art Museum in Chicago. It offers a space for those who serve to share their stories. CBS's Charlie DeMar has our continuing series, Honoring Our Heroes. In Chicago, there's a home for the art of war. Well, that mission right there was what we do, search and destroy. Artists like Dr. Charles Smith, 82 now, 25 when he was drafted, and the Marines sent him to Vietnam. Art has helped him heal ever since. And I felt when I got home that it was necessary to make sure that that legacy of that war was not forgotten, especially the most important part of it, that blacks and whites fought together. We died together. What stands out about these pieces? Yeah, I think the, the experience of, of 
women in the military. Giselle Futrell served in Afghanistan as a Marine when she was 21. Now she's the museum's executive director. It's a place to inspire dialogue. It's a place where we can start to talk about the things that are uncomfortable, you know. Human beings aren't designed to go to those uncomfortable places. The best thing that the public can do for our veterans is to listen. So this is a place of listening. To a truth that can not only inform, but help heal. Charlie DeMar, CBS News, Chicago. The healing power of art. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.